Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. This is show number 57, and we are Andrewless this week. But Mr. Holger, Michael from last week, has come to join us, and we talk about, uh, he asked me some questions about my photography, and we talk about some popular accounts that we like. Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. This is show number 57. Uh, and this week we have uh, we have Mr. Hogles back with us. Michael, how are you? Hey, I'm quite well. Yeah, Hanging in there? I am, I am. Yeah. And where, where did you say Andrew was this time? Oh yeah, Andrew's not here. <laughs> He's <laughs> off uh, gallivanting around the countryside with his caravan and standing I, in I, the woods and staring at trees longingly or something, I don't know. <laughs> I do love that you're calling it a caravan just for him. <laughs> And just for him, yeah. yeah. Uh, but he's on vacation, so we will take every chance we can uh, to give him a hard time because he's not here to defend himself. <laughs> Absolutely. Should we go ahead and uh, talk about salt prints now and how much we yeah. actually love them? Yeah, I love them. Uh, I, I do love idea. salt prints. I, I love the edges. I love the colors. I, I really wish we had an expert here right now to yep. discuss it because I really want to go for it. Yep. I love salt prints a little bit on my baked potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> you know all the popular spots oh poor andrew that's all right have you uh did you get out and do any pinhole photography done this week or any type uh, of photography well unfortunately not however in hindsight i, I find that graduations could be a bounty of pinhole opportunities because mm -hmm. uh, my daughter was one of 1681 graduates wow we were in a stadium for three hours. Holy cow. For our, we waited essentially three hours for them to call our daughter's name and have her be on stage for like three or four seconds. Yeah, right. I, right. I could have had a camera. I could have shot several roles. She graduated from high school? She graduated from high school, yes. Cool. I am three for three now. There you go. Awesome. That's great. Cool. But but on the photo side, though, uh, you know, had lots of guests and family and, and around the house. And so half of my office is set up into a studio and I, uh, I did a makeshift uh, photo booth. So I've got a black uh, nice. background. And I, of course, I had to clean a lot of stuff up. And it's like that's when you take a look and say, oh, I didn't know I had this camera. Right. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> cool. How about you? What, what did you do this week? Um, I didn't do too much. I have uh, my infrared stuff loaded, so it's infrared season here in the south, so I'll stop here and there whenever I have a couple minutes and if I see something I like. So I shot a little bit of that uh, in my reality, so subtle 6x6F with the R72 infrared filter. Right. Um, I have some spots I wanted to go back and check that I want to shoot with 4x5. But that stuff uh, in the infrared is kind of expensive, so I really kind of like take my time with it, you know, and pick and choose what I really want to uh, take pictures of with it because I don't want to waste any of it, you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. So uh, I don't know. I haven't shot any infrared, but that's uh, I do have the filter. I'm ready to go one of these days. Uh, I've got the film in the fridge, but it's like uh, without having any practice on it, uh, it kind of makes me a little nervous about using it. Yeah, you know what I did when I got it, um, when I first started trying it, I just bought some and just kind of sacrificed a couple of rolls, you know. I mean, it's going to happen one way or the other. Um, just go out and shoot it, you know. 
that's the only way to really know. Absolutely. How how close are you to the beach? I'm looking at your photos right now. I I am on the beach. Like if you uh, go across North Carolina all the way to the coast, I'm the last person you're going to see before you jump in and start swimming. Um, okay, I like that. Yeah, yeah. I live at the beach. I've I've lived here my whole life, um, surfing, and we go out on the boat a lot, and uh, it's fun. Yeah. Is there a pretty big surf there in the North Carolina? Uh, when there's hurricanes, there is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, it just depends on the time of the year. Uh, there's a lot. We get a lot of winter storms, like we call them nor'easters uh, in the wintertime. So, you know, yeah, there's there's waves. I mean, it's not like California or Hawaii, you know what I mean? But uh, there's enough to keep you, keep me interested in, um, and keep keep out in the water, though, for sure. Yeah. Yep. Well, I'm going to take the advantage of uh, of our little conversation today, and I actually okay. to ask you questions about your work here because okay. um, I, I don't think we we get enough questions for you guys yourselves. I mean, you're always interjecting, which is great, but uh, I'd like to to talk about a few of your things if we could. Okay. Ask away. So I'm I'm currently looking at your Instagram page, which is Pinhole Cannon. Very lovely. You do shoot a lot of black and white here. I'm about uh, what. Three, uh, two, three rows in here, and I see you're cooking breakfast for dinner. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I yeah. love the shot because uh, obviously, if at first I'm a little confused about the ceiling, but then I realize, oh, he's got the camera on the back of the stove. Yep. Uh, yeah, and I do. and I can't imagine it's a very long shot, but it's long enough for you to become a ghost. But uh, and and obviously, I know how cooking breakfast is fast. You can't uh, you can't put a lot of effort into this. Don't you tell me about this shot. Uh, I think I just had a couple, I think that was actually like the last frame of my roll. Um, and so I just said, I'm going to put my camera on top of the stove. So I made it, if you look in it, you'll see that light bulb right there. Yeah. Um, I made it off of that light bulb, uh, my brightest spot. And then I found the darkest spot, uh, made it off of that and kind of leaned a little bit more towards the exposure for the light bulb. Um, right. And that ended up being, um, I don't know, I think, I want to say it was probably five or ten minutes. It was a long exposure. Grease really? was popping. I got I got grease all over the front of my camera. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty long because it was dark in there, you know. I mean, it's it's the sun had said it was, we were in the house. And I used oh, so this is evening because I always think there's a lot yeah. of light coming from the other part of the room. So it's, if it's not sun coming in, then, then it's the uh, dining room table light that's probably flooding it. Yeah, and... Um, I think there might have been like a lamp on in the living room or something, you know? Okay. And I shot that with um, Fuji, Fuji Acros, Acros, however you want to say it. Okay. Um, with well, it's a nice shot, and I, yeah. and I like the composition. Now, of course, I find that uh, the more seasoned I get with pinhole photography, the better my compositions are becoming um, because I, I can think what I want and don't want into a photograph. Right. I don't know if that's the same for yourself. Um, kind of. I mean, a, a lot of it is I've shot so much with that one camera uh, that I kind of know. I know what I'm going to get, but I don't know what I'm going to get. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, I knew that if I put the camera on top of the stove that I would get a little bit of the hood. I just didn't know how much I was going to get, you know, and I knew I'd get the stove. Um, and that's kind of a weird shot for me because normally – 
I will be much far. I'll I'll be much closer to whatever I would take a picture of. I like to get like uncomfortably close to stuff. So, you know, I get lucky a lot, but I kind of plan it. <laughs> Does that make what, sense? <laughs> a, a little bit. What's the uh, what's the focal distance on the uh, reality so subtle? Is it only about like an inch? Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty narrow. I think it's um, thirty-two. Something like that, thirty-two millimeters or something like that, an inch. Okay. A little so more a little, little over an inch. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so it's a nice yeah. wide picture. It's a nice wide, yeah. You get a nice wide, wide image. And and you know, with pinhole, you can, no matter what your focal length is, you can get as close as you want to get to anything, really. Oh uh, yeah, um, yeah. You know, so that's my that's my, that's pretty much my only kind of tip or you know, thing I would say about it is if you think you're close enough, uh, just go ahead and, you know, get closer because it, for me, I'm never close enough. All right. Well, let me skip down here a little bit because, okay. uh, another food related one here looks like you've, uh, it just, uh, it looks like December 5th here. It looks like you guys were eat your kimichi and, uh, it looks like you're at a, you're, di- you're out dining out. Of course I can't, yeah, I don't know where you've got oh, the camera you're kimchi. on this. Yo, kimchi, kimchi. Oh yeah, you that can tell was... how often I eat that. Yeah, it's good. I, I like it. It's uh. Do you know what kimchi is? No, I don't. It's um, fermented cabbage. Um, A lot yeah. of times it's eating it's eaten cold. It's actually much better than it sounds. Uh, it's it's not. I mean, it, it sounds like oh, it sounds like it's gonna be really bad, but it's really good. Um, so anyway, you should try it. You'd like it. <laughs> Well, I mean, one of the things I like about it, I love, so you've got, is this a double exposure or, or, or is, are things actually moving here in front of you? Uh, everything's moving. Like I set my camera on top of a water glass, my water glass. Um, or actually I asked the lady for an extra water glass. And then when she came, <laughs> I put my camera on top of that one so I could drink my water. And then I'm sitting on the left. Uh, and my wife is sitting on the right. Uh, and, and that was the course of, I don't know, it was probably a half an hour exposure. Yeah. Cause it's indoors. Yeah. And we, and I mean, we ate our whole, our whole meal. Um, and your server kept coming back eyeing the camera every time. Yeah, she did. Uh, when she first walked up, she asked me about it and I was like, Oh, it's just a camera. You know, I'm just taking a really long picture. She's like, okay. You know, so she was actually really nice because whenever she came back, she made sure that she, uh, sat everything down kind of soft, you know? Oh, yeah, um, it was nice. Yeah, yeah. So she kind of was into it, you know what I mean? Uh, but and that's on Fuji also, Fuji, Fuji Across also. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think uh, when it comes to dining out, table shake is my biggest concern. Yeah, because the but tables you know, aren't aren't very the tables aren't very solid normally. Right. But the cool thing about it though is that if you put your camera on the table, and the table moves, the table will still be in focus because your camera is moving with the table. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? Oh, so, absolutely. So, the, so it's like everything else is earthquake, but the table should be still in focus. Exactly. You know, so you have to kind of, sometimes you can use that to your advantage. Um, and some people may like it and some may not. It's just kind of that whole thing of experimenting and not using a tripod. Um, right. I just leave my tripods at home. Unless I'm, if I'm going to do like, infrared or something and i know i'm going to have a really long exposure then i'll use the tripod you know because i mean that's that's what they're for of course but um if i go out i normally just bring the camera with me and don't even bring a tripod yeah. all right so i'm skipping down to uh 
what what date is this one? It looks like August fourteenth, and it looks like it's it says too hot out for anything else. And I can't. Is your son just sitting there posing for you, or is he uh, playing a video game? Too hot out for anything else. I gotta find it. Let me find it. It's uh, August fourteenth. If that helps, uh, last year. Last year, too hot out. It looks like your son's sitting in a Buddha position or the lotus position. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, um, yeah, he was just sitting in the house. It was too hot out. It was one of those days where. Well, it's August, it was, yes. Yeah, it was August and it was like, you know, uh, 100 and, 110 with the heat index or something, you know? Yeah. Uh, so they're just, he just sat down. And I, and I, I'm not sure if anyone else's kids are this way but my kids are this way they've become so accustomed to a panel camera that uh, i can just put them in front of them and i'll say you know just relax and I'll, okay whatever you know and so he was just sitting there playing a video game and he just sat there so they're, they're not to the age yet where they they roll their eyes or they start saying no and all like it's like oh, just put the thing away stop taking my picture uh my youngest one isn't he doesn't really care um the middle one, my, my other son, Andrew, he's he's anti-pitcher for sure. Uh, you know, he's like, don't take a picture of me, erase it. You know, he's kind of like into that. <laughs> Can't erase it. It's on film. And it's on uh, film. And, that's right. Yeah. And I noticed, I guess, on the, the ceiling there, that's a ceiling fan, but it's going so fast. We, mm-hmm. You can barely just get that. I love the little details of these things. It's like you could just look around the room for quite some time and, and trying to find something. Uh, find something interesting yeah. or different. I mean, what's moved or what is that? And all that kind of good things. So, I mean, what is he doing in the position other than just sitting there? Or did you just say, Hey, sit there and pose for, you know, 30 seconds. No, he was just sitting down playing uh, in his hands. He's holding like a, uh, a video game console. Okay. You know? Uh, so he's just looking at the TV and just completely ignoring, ignoring me. And that was probably, um, that was probably a couple minutes, I'd say. Because uh, it was inside, and I shot it with Fuji. I'm really bad about keeping numbers and exposure times, but wow. it was inside, so I'm sure it was a. Uh, it was probably a couple minutes at least. Wow! If only you kept uh, some notes in a little book. I know. <laughs> I, have, <laughs> I have that. I have a book, and everywhere, every time I I turn on Loopport, I'm like, "Where's my book?" And I'm, I already started taking the picture. You know, <laughs> dang it, I've lost it again. I have, you know. Well, this week. I'm sorry. I'm going to switch over. I'm going to switch over to your uh, your your website now. Uh, see Canon Photo, and I'm on your pedestrian pictures. I believe your second one. You're in a they got a very crowded crosswalk here. I love yep. this picture. You've got so many people moving. I mean, it, it has that feeling of like a Marcel Duchamp where he's going down the stairs, and you just see so many repeated images. Right. Uh, I think it was it uh, a man going down the stairs by, by Duchamp. It, but is it, is this handheld almost, or, or I mean, it's a it has to be a quick exposure of what you're doing here. Yeah, that's handheld. I actually was that's at a Christmas parade, and that's a marching band that's coming by me. Okay. Uh, and so what I do is, I, I I've been I actually practice trying to take like handheld pictures and being really still. Uh, and so how I got the movement of the people was the exposure was so fast they probably would have been you know about the same opacity as everyone standing around me. You know what I mean? Uh, so I open my finger, I take a picture and at the very last second, I'll pan the camera to the left just a couple degrees. 
okay. and then close it, you know, so that those people kind of got some movement. Um, and I did that same exact one in the next picture after that. Uh, there's that's the picture with the crosswalk. And then the very next picture, uh, that's a, a marching band walking by also. Uh, you can just kind of see their feet. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I kind of did the same process with that one. That might have been a double exposure, actually, the second one. But yeah, because I yeah, the, the feet are pretty strong. It yeah. Looks like, yeah, it looks like you hit them twice there. Well, I like those but shots. I like, they're, they're really nice. I like doing that. I, For me, pinhole is more of showing movement. Um, so I always try to put some kind of movement in there in some in some way. Either it's a ceiling fan or somebody walking, you know, or, or something, you know what I mean? Like I always, I like that pinhole look of showing movement. I never try and do shots that like are long enough so that all the people are gone um i like having the people in there and walking and doing all that you know right um that's what it is for me well i'm switching over to your time section there uh i'm gonna start with that under the bridge picture and and this is one of the things that had me thinking earlier of the you know the more you get used to pinhole the better your compositions turn out i mean this is a very lovely uh, composition it's got it's got minimalism it's got the the glass water almost looks like a foggy water which is really cool uh tell me more about this picture that picture was uh i think i took that with fuji across too but i used a um a neutral density filter that was like like a nine or a ten stop neutral density filter so that exposure was at high noon uh and that that picture was like 10 minutes. Wow. 10 minutes. Wow. It was really, really long. Yeah. It was real. It was, it was like one o'clock. High noon. Oh, in yeah, the middle was, of the day. It was, it was 12 or one o'clock. Um, and I knew that if I metered off of the dark areas, all the highlight was going to be, ex was going to be blown out. And that made it like an even longer exposure. So I wanted the bridge to be just silhouetted with that hard edge coming across. Mm -hmm. um, so I just made it off with the highlights and, uh, and that's what I got. Yeah. I do love these subtleties of, of how you know, it's going. Obviously the water's going from really kind of foggy white to a little darker and darker. I mean, is it shallow under there that I'm seeing that or are those some, some rocks? I mean, I love the fact that, or maybe that's a little, a little bit of beach back there. Well, that actually, at high tide, that whole area is underwater. Uh, so this would have been low tide. So if you kind of like see those, those rocks sticking out in the water, and yeah. then if you look to the left, you can kind of see the shadows of other rocks, you know? Yeah. You could walk out to about to where those shadows are. It would probably be about knee deep. Uh, so it was, it was really shallow right there and not much wind under there. Oh, it's, a, oh, it's a nice shot. And the next one, of course, is on the bow of a boat. And, uh, and of course, you know, that's probably the dreamiest water I've ever seen out there. And of course, much like we were just discussing the table shake, the boat is rock solid, where obviously the water is just all uh, super smooth. Mm -hmm. That's a nice one. Yep. Uh, how much, how that... much effort are you doing in like post-processing to get all this the way you like it? I don't do... I don't do anything in post-processing. I just scan it. Other than just a minor what, contrast adjustment or something like that? Um, I, I, figured, I, I figured everybody does a little bit of that. 
Uh, I mean, a, a little bit. Um, not anything that's. I mean, you know, most most of the pinhole stuff is inherently flat. You know what I mean? Uh, so sometimes I do a little bit of uh, a little bit of contrast uh, spotting. If the negative was crooked in the camera, you know, I'll, I'll do a little bit of cropping just to clean it up. You know, right? Uh, but for the most part, I don't do anything else to it. I don't. I don't do any major light lighting uh, lighting of the scene or you know um highlights manipulation and shadow manipulation you know what i mean manipulation i just i I try to just stay as true to what i can with the negative absolutely but i like that i like that um i really like using the horizon um and trying to keep it split because like even in this picture that's actually yeah that's the that's the stern of the ferry looking backwards um I like how it almost seems like it could be two different pictures. Uh, if you look at the horizon, you know, like the top could be something completely different than what the bottom is. Um, I like that real hard line um, composition. Yeah, on a moving boat, I'm really so, I'm impressed how you got that. It must be it must not have been very wavy that day or something, but it's you know that's a really nice sharp horizon line. Yeah, it's pretty calm out there. That's actually like what we call like a sound, you know. Um, so it's not out in the ocean. Uh, it's kind of protected in, inland, you know what I mean? Not really inland, but just like there's barrier islands. So there's not a lot of waves. Okay, so not ro- uh, it's not rolling. No, it's not rolling. No, no, it was pretty flat that day. Not much wind. And that was, uh, that was I used uh, zero image with that one. And I think I had a, uh, a neutral density filter on that one, too. Well, it looks like yeah, middle of the day, right? Uh, that was actually kind of earlier. That was probably about nine a.m. because that ferry left at like eight, uh, and we jumped on it. So that was probably about nine, nine in the morning. So it was still kind of morning. If it was noon, uh, see those motorcycles off to the right. There's two motorcycles along the railing. Oh yeah, uh, all that would have been lit lit up, you know, with in the south. Twelve Definitely o'clock south. for us, you know, the sun is directly above us. Well, skipping over, I mean, I like the uh, the carousel you have on the next one. That's really nice. And this is, uh, I guess, one of those that kind of says once you've gotten used to your panel, you can start doing a good uh, a, a good uh, layout, a good uh, composition. Sure. Um, that that's a, that's definitely a nice one. But then, of course, I'm going to skip over two more to your uh, the waterfall scene, which I really think you've nailed the composition. This one, you you clearly know that you know you want to have your waterfall as the main focus. It's over there on the right side. Um, and I'm assuming you metered for the lightness of the trees. So why don't you tell me about that one? Um, yeah, I kind of, this is back to like, I kind of know what I want, but you still kind of get lucky. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I actually yeah. didn't, I did, I actually didn't want those leaves and those branches across the top. Mm. Um, but they were there. So I kind of glad I did. I'm kind of glad they're there now because I think it, you know, definitely kind of, Adds to the scale of things, you know what I mean? I actually uh, didn't notice those until you said. Then I looked up and said, "Oh yeah, there are branches." Uh, oh yeah, there they are. <laughs> there they are, right there. I mean, my eyes are glued to the, the the waterfall, and of course, and then I go along the tree line, which is going towards like that valley over there on the left. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're yeah, right. There's there's trees up there too. <laughs> there's trees all over the place. This is a this is a. You can actually walk behind this if you see that handrail. 
that goes behind kind of behind the waterfall. Oh, see, there's another. I didn't notice there's a handrail. So I saw yeah, I was looking into these photos. It's like a horseshoe. Uh, and it goes around and actually comes underneath that waterfall and comes back around. You can kind of look at it from both sides, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just, I just meter, I meter off of the what the sky was, and then I metered off of you know the waterfall, uh, and I actually just broke the exposure in half. Um, and that's what I came up with. Very nice. What are you using for metering? Is the pinhole app or a handheld device? I use the pinhole app. Um, most of the time I use, I'll use that for like really tricky lighting situations like, like that one, you know? Uh, but then most 90% of the time, if it's the sun's up, uh, I mean, it's, it's less than a second, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I don't even use it for that when it starts getting dark and I'll, I'll, I'll use it. Um, but by this point, you know, I can kind of like a lot of people, we can just kind of guesstimate at it and it gets pretty close, you know? Okay. Fantastic. Yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, that's yeah. pretty much most of the questions I had about your work today. Okay. Um, so you want to tell me who who else you liked this week? Um, yeah, I like, um, I've been following this guy on Instagram, and his name is uh, Brendan Barry Photo. Let me pull him up. And he has been I want to get him on the show because he is um I think it's Brendan Berry. Oops, what is that? I got the wrong guy. I've got a Brendan Berry photo. I only had to spell it twice. Uh, oh yeah, look at the size of that negative he's got there. I or the uh the uh paper on that first shot. Yeah. I gotta pull it up. There it is. I got the wrong one. There's two I guess. Um so he's made he does these pictures of uh, from a sky from like the floor of a skyscraper, you know, making a big giant panel camera, camera obscura, and he's using uh, direct positive paper, um, and it's just amazing. I don't know. I can't. Well, no, it is amazing. I mean, the the size of it. He's, it says here forty five by ninety three uh, yeah. paper negative. Yeah. So he's doing cityscapes. He's doing pictures of cityscapes, basically. Um, and yeah, it's just mind-boggling. It's just mind-boggling to me. <laughs> if you if you scroll down to uh, the very first, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, six pictures in. There's a whole bunch of prints. Um, like he's letting them dry, you know. Oh, like, in, in, in the room, yeah. Yeah. I mean, just, I mean, those pictures, they're, they're bigger than picnic tables. Yeah, each you know one what? of them. And yeah, he's got, <laughs> yeah. I mean, what's 93? That's almost, uh, I hate to do math. Was that? That's uh, 93 is 672 is six feet. So they're over six feet long. Uh, almost four by six feet. Yeah. I mean, they're huge. I can only imagine the developing yeah. trace he's needing for these. I'd like to see... Um, I mean, it, it's just, it just blows my mind because with large format, everybody's always talking about lenses and this lens and that lens needs to be sharp and, you know, stop this down, stop that down. And, and he's making these humongous prints, uh, you know, well, just with no lens, with no lens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and if you, and then if you go down one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, if you go in eight pictures, 
uh, you can see how he does it. Like he has like a, a board, you know, set up with uh, stands like you would typically hold like a backdrop for like a portrait, you know, or you would put lights on. Right. Um, and you can kind of see the hole for the that he's using for his, his lens, his pinhole. Well, and it his, looks like it's really big. His first shot in the collection there, uh, it's got some multiples, but you can see his team of people wearing uh, red headlamps. Yeah, sure. You know. Oh yeah, and then you can see them with that big with that big easel and wheel. So that's what he's Absolutely. like putting his paper on. Awesome. And then you can see I... them rolling and developing them. I didn't get to. Oh, there's the okay. There's the developing part. Fantastic. Yeah. I was wondering how. You know, all right, so that saves a lot of chemicals right there if they can roll and develop sure. like this. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's amazing. That is. I still got to try this. Or, yeah, you know, I would at least just to watch it once. Just to be there. Yeah, sure. I mean, even, yeah, just to see because, you know, that he's got it dialed in. I'm assuming that's him with the dreads. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I think so, yeah. So, it, I mean, it seemed to me that he is making, he's using negative paper and he's possibly creating, using that as a negative. You think uh, so? Well, I because it's uh, a few more periods behind the scenes. He's making it for a paper negative, so assuming that oh, he's yeah. using, he's actually not using the Harmon stuff. He's using real paper negative. Yeah, and then he's contact printing. Yeah. Wow. So he's doing all this major, large developing twice. Yeah, he says we are making forty-five paper negatives, then contact printing that into a positive. With our incredibly sophisticated and larger, which is four kids waving iPhone torches over the paper for twenty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so he has like a whole a whole team of people uh, doing this. It just uh, it's just I've been following him for a while, and it's just I kind of I don't know if, how many people he has following him. Yeah, he's got five thousand people following him, but. Uh, I just thought uh, that, it would be worth that is excellent. talking about and checking out. Um, uh, yeah, I can't wait to to you get him on here and to hear him about this process because this is amazing. Yeah, that's I want to get him on for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, so did you did you have anybody that you wanted to uh, talk about? Uh, absolutely, I think you know one of the first ones uh, you and I discussed earlier was Nancy Breslin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, she, it's, she's a, uh, Washington DC pinhole photographer. Yep. And, uh, she does some really nice stuff. Uh, you know, she does a lot, a lot like what I was discussing with you, you know, she's, uh, photographing meals. That's one of her subjects. Mm -hmm. Um, and she yeah. was, uh, she was one of the first people I found when I looked up pinhole, uh, I'm going to say years ago, five, you know, six or seven years ago. She was the first person I found that actually had like uh, an ongoing project, you know, with the mills. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I yeah. was uh, a, a couple of meals uh, with uh, Mrs. Holga. I've actually, you know, taken the pinhole camera out and, you know, they always turn out to be some really great little results. I mean, it's just a camera sitting on a table, but, and they're pretty average, ordinary things, you know, plates and knives and, and cups. And, mm -hmm. but the, the shots are always phenomenal when you've got movement and people and, and I see that a lot in uh, Nancy's work. I mean, she's got some really close up to what she's working with. And and that yet... and that's good for uh, getting used to your focal length of your camera is carrying it with you everywhere, you know, and taking pictures of everything. Uh, Absolutely. Just, 
kind of playing in a yeah i mean she's doing some self-portraits here i guess she's photographing other people uh you know it's really nice that she's you know she's kind of zoomed it on her subject she does toy cameras also so she should with diana's and holgas um yeah i like that about her we need to get her on too <laughs> absolutely so many people so many pinhole people and so many so well, much so much pinhole time <laughs> get it no. exactly that's amazing when you start look she's also got another series for amusement parks and uh you know yep. she's got the the standard carousels and and uh ferris wheels and those flying swings so clearly we're all attracted to things that move yeah definitely oh and ex making exposures showing the movement you know is just as important you know what i mean right yeah definitely yeah, she's. Uh, I want to look. Let's take a look at her. her. Yeah, see, she's into doing cyanotypes, and she's doing them on pillows in a bed sheet. Oh, is that in her alternative? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, she is. That's a cool pillow. So, if anybody's wondering, we're at nancybreslin.com dot uh, com under her gallery, and uh, she has alternative processes and pinholes and a bunch of stuff i'll put oh, all she, the links yeah she's the turned the one into a little bitty bed that's kind of yeah that's and, that, and that's a self-portrait you know with pete with peter i have to ask her who peter is yeah. uh yeah she's got some very nice work i'd love to see some more of her stuff so i'm not sure if she's got uh well let's actually let me just check out the links here i don't see an instagram page she is on instagram i follow her on instagram but it's more of kind of like just her in, in D.C. and around about, you know. There's Instagram right there. Um, yeah, she is N-B-R-E-S. N -B -R -E -S. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to go ahead and click to follow her. Mm -hmm. And it looks like she's shooting with a uh, <clears throat> zero image. Mm -hmm. That's what she says. She's had it for, for years, apparently. And she's shooting a lot of food right now. <laughs> but it's very close <laughs> up to the food. Oh, yeah. Got to get close. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. So my, um, someone else that I've, that I've been following, uh, that I think is going to be interesting is, um, a guy named Cameron Young. And he is on Instagram under C Young underscore YYC. And he, uh, does, um underwater pictures underwater pinhole pictures uh and i had to ask him um how he does it because uh, it's blowing my mind so uh justin cornell is doing this also but he's taking a patterson development tank or some kind of development tank putting his pinhole in the side of it uh you know putting his paper in in the dark Taking it to where he wants to take a picture underwater, filling the tank with the water where he's taking the picture, taking the picture underwater, dumping the water out, and then taking the tank home and developing the picture like normal. So I guess he's essentially just kind of getting like a pre-soaked bath, you know, with the water. Um, but if you come in, he's, he's down probably, let's see, a good one, 
Oh yeah, I'm looking at them right now. I mean, they're yeah, okay, yeah. And you only had to explain that to me three times before I finally got it. So, <laughs> I mean, essentially, so it to reiterate, he's putting the paper in a pinhole dark tank before he goes out mm-hmm. there. Yep. Uh, the dark tank yeah. obviously is is light tight. Other than the pinhole, now he fills it with local water. He submerges it in the water. Then he exposes his print. Yep. Yeah. Then he pours the water out wherever he's at, takes the picture home, uh, and then develops it. You know. Uh, yeah. I, I'm all. Yeah. I would love to hear you talk to him because I want to know how he meters. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think about that. So this is kind of like a weird scenario, though, because like I was saying earlier, so he's taking a picture of water underwater through the same water that's in his pinhole camera of the water. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that the spots we're seeing on the images happen to be uh, because that's residue left from the water. Yeah, maybe if there's there's stuff inside of it. Well, I'm I'm thinking when he know? dumps out the tank, it's whatever garbage is in the water probably adheres to the paper. Oh, right. And he's probably sure. stuck with those spots. He says, um, "I I made a camera from an old film developing tank, flooded the tank with water, and let it sink beneath the surface. Exposures anywhere from two to ten minutes." So I don't know if he's just guessing, you know, uh, or if he's... You know, well, they do look pretty I cool. Know. I mean, they're no rubber ducks, but they do look yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. And that that's what Justin Quinnell was doing was the same thing. But he's like fit, taking pictures of his toes and in, uh, in his, uh, um, like, his developing, his darkroom table, he like stainless right. steel. Um so if you go to Justin uh, Quinnell's page, uh, you can see there he's doing it like this fifth, the fourth and the fifth pictures in, you know, you can see the rubber ducky and he like filled the rubber ducky with sand. But it's really cool because it's making like the water is reflecting the image. So it's like a, a you know, like a perfect uh, reflection above it. All right. You're looking at Justin Quinnell's uh, Instagram page. Yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. He says uh, he made his out of a beer can, beer can pinhole camera with five by four film. He used film filled with water, then kept underwater with a brick in the darkroom sink while I stood barefoot in the sink for 10 minutes and photo flood lights positioned accordingly the duck has sand in it to make it sink <laughs> of course he's got some pretty ugly toes justin you have ugly toes i'm sorry those poor, those poor rubber ducks that are filled with sand now <laughs> and and i like the one he did before that actually it's a it's in looks like it's in this bathtub uh and he has the the, the drain stopper on a chain I don't know. This is really cool. That one might have been paper. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Justin is super creepy with his pinhole stuff, uh, which I really kind of like. Yeah, me too. Definitely. And then the picture before that, he looks like he's on an on like an escalator or something, 
and he has his shoes off in the airport <laughs> and he's taking a pinhole picture of his foot on the escalator with no shoes on. <laughs> you see it? Uh, let me find it. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Well, he, yeah, that, that's just reeks of danger right there. So yeah. Yeah. But so he's so committed to pinhole photography that he's in the middle of a Hong Kong airport with his shoe off, taking a picture of his big toe, <laughs> his big toe toenails. <laughs> uh, just standing there, you know. Well, I, I, I do so really love did... the quirkiness of what he's got going on here. I mean, from inside the cheese grater or the toe sticking down the dollhouse. And I mean, you know, the yeah. fact that, I mean, it's all, I mean, you know, when you take a picture of your hand so close up, it actually looks like a, a bird's foot. I mean, that's, that's hilarious. Yeah. So, so how did, so either he brought a pinhole with him and he made this thing at the at the airport or he somehow got it through uh you know airport security uh and then just loaded it when he got in there i don't know well obviously airport security took his shoes and he had to take a picture of his feet after that so yeah <laughs> He's very he's very puzzling this mission. It, it only <laughs> takes one unsuccessful shoe bomber to make us all take off our shoes. Uh, that's right. And now uh, here we go, you know. <laughs> so who was um so you had somebody else. We talked uh talked about Nancy. I did. Uh the next person on my who? list was uh Cameron Gilly. Uh he has a, a website, the pinhole thing. Mm-hmm. It's I mean it's a nice collection of stuff. There's not a lot of movement here, but I do love the compositions. I, I love the the feel he's got of it. Um, it looks like he's you know he's got a picture right there of his camera. It looks like he's just a very simple wooden box he's got going on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's you know he's got things. It's not you know tack sharp, but he's got he definitely knows what he wants in the composition, uh, whether it's center or off centered. Yeah. I mean he's just really some beautiful pictures. This this picture he did uh, one two three four five maybe six in uh, looks like there's a castle uh, and he's on the he's uh, he's at like the edge of a body of water and there's a boat there that's moving on the water and it's the only thing out of right. focus. I like that. I like that. Uh, right. uh, I like absolutely. That style, I mean, he's know? got some beautiful clouds going on too. I mean, in Texas, we either mm-hmm. have total clouds or no clouds. So I'm o- I'm Me always too. jealous if somebody has clouds. Yeah, I'm always, I'm always really happy whenever we have those. Um, I call them the Simpson clouds. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I'm talking oh, definitely about. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, it's the same way here for me too. Either it's like, like it is right now, and just like blisteringly bright outside, uh, or raining. You know, I don't have a happy medium of in between. Definitely some nice shots. Uh, I mean, he's got uh, looks like you know inside of rotunda. He looks like he's got. Uh, what is this first shot? Wisconsin stays house. So I guess he's in Wisconsin. I guess they have clouds in Wisconsin. Maybe we need to go visit. Yeah, definitely. They have cheese. They there. do. But then a couple of shots down, <laughs> he's got a picture of um, palm trees that are blown in the wind. It looks like pretty hard here, but that could just be a, a light breeze with a pinhole camera. Yeah. He's on vacation. Um, I don't know. You that's think Key that... West, Florida, it says. Yeah, I guess it is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, 
clouds. It is clouds, <laughs> and it's movement, and it's you know that's what makes these things quite lovely. I'm sure everything is photogenic in Key West. We should take a field trip to Key West. Hey, well, when we're, when Worldwide Pinhole Day yeah. Day goes there, that's uh, that's where we need to head out. That's where All we're right. going. No passport uh, required. We won't invite Andrew because he's too pasty, corpsey white, and he'll run everyone away from oh, us. That's right. <laughs> the UK, the UK it's ghost. English. <laughs> the UK ghost. That's <laughs> the the Sultan of Salt, aka the UK exactly. ghost. <laughs> and it uh, looks like Cameron's also Funny. got some nice double exposure as well here. He's got uh, double exposure of a forest. I mean, so he's doing he's he's double doing a few, a few yeah. tricks here, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. I like doing uh, double exposures with pinhole. Um, I need to do more of my. I used to for a while there. I was dedicating. Uh, normally, I would get a couple frames. I'd always get a couple frames. Um, uh, you know, multiple exposures on a roll uh, because it is hit or miss. Uh, but after a while, you kind of get a feel for it, you know, I mean, about like what's going to work out, you know, so I mean, it's always a 50-50 kind of chance thing, you know what I mean? But you kind of get to where you get a feel for when something's going to work and you only do it whenever you think, you know what I mean, it's going to be, it's going to work out, you know what oh, I mean? Absolutely. Um, so... Holgas, I like doing them with Holgas. Have you ever done them? Have you ever shot with a Holga? I've shot with a few, a few Holgas, <laughs> even pinhole Holgas. <laughs> I need to do some more of that. Yeah. I keep every time I uh, have too many uh, digital photos, I'm like, you know what? I just need to just take all these digital cameras out and just load it with film cameras. Right. Yeah. It works. Yeah, this is a nice gallery. Yes. You should, uh, we should, you guys should talk to uh, Mr. Cameron here at some time. Mm-hmm. Making a list. Yep. Because uh, I can't trust Andrew anymore. <laughs> he's he's still gone. I can still talk about him. We haven't ended the show yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, so let's see. Who else you got on your list? Go ahead. Um, This other person I have is uh, someone that I follow on Instagram. And... um. Justina underscore Tula. Justina underscore. Let's see. Oops. Okay, I've got her. Working mostly with quirky cameras, analog techniques, and alt processes. I like that already. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I think I don't know if she does a lot of. Some of these I think are pinhole. Um, but I just really like what I don't know. I just like. Pages that catch my eye. All right, if you're you know? listening to this podcast at work today, don't go to Justina's uh, because she's not safe. She's <laughs> not safe page? for work for the couple of shots here. So I don't want somebody looking over your shoulder and getting fired because of this podcast. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah, she is doing pinhole. Yeah, yeah. Because this, uh, and that is. Uh, Justina, J-U-S-T-I-N-A underscore Tula, T-U-L-A, um, on Instagram is where we're at. Um, and the picture, the second picture is the one that I like the most uh, first that I saw um, with kind of like the sun behind her head, I right. guess it is. And the sea oats. Um, I don't know. It just was really cool. I've been following her for a little while and she's just... Uh, 
Well, I like the, I like the yeah, effect, just... and it looks like she's trying to be, uh, or she is, um, and you know, I find art photographer, which uh, that's the, the kind of stuff you're going to get. So it's very, it's got a, uh, she's got a good composition. She's got, you know, she's got a nice look and feel about this. You know, it's kind of got an old, ragged look about it. I actually kind of like it. Like I say, it's it's fine art uh, about this, and that's that's probably what that's yeah. the feel that I have about this entire thing. Yeah, me yeah, me too. I um. Yeah, I love this style of pinhole stuff, and then I love back to the traditional. You know, uh, not I don't want to say traditional, but uh, you know, the more conservative pinhole stuff. You know, I don't know. I like the the alternate processes, and she's doing lots of. I don't. I don't know what she's doing. Some of these pictures are just, I mean, I know they're pinholes, but she's doing something else with them. Uh, experimental. So I don't know what she's doing. Yeah. With them. A couple of shots down. It looks like she's got a multi shot of herself. And this is like on April 17th. Uh, if you, and if you want to click on it, I look at it. It's, it clearly is multiple shots of herself over layered and it's definitely pinhole. She's all nice and blurry. But then in her processing of this, you know, she's the most focused thing on there are her her fingerprints and some spot water spots, which which really yeah. adds to the depth of the entire picture. I really love that. Mm hmm. Yeah, she must. I don't know if she. Um, that's probably, you know, like a one, two, three, four, four or five different exposures. Oh, yeah. There. Yeah. She's got at least five. She's on got to be. Yeah, and yeah, and if it wasn't for, and if it wasn't for, like I said, the the water spots and the fingerprints, it's like uh, I think that reds the true dimension of the entire picture. There, it's almost like you're you're looking through a, a plane of glass at that. It's like like the sheet of glass in front of it has become something now, and we're looking further into yep. this picture. Just adds to the grittiness of it. Certainly does. So, I I don't know where you're at with Instagram, but I'm kind of in like a love hate relationship with Instagram right now, but I'm really trying to go, uh, and find these, you know, artists that are just doing it because they like doing it, right. you know? Um, and they're not just, I don't know. I just kind of, I'm getting, Uh Oh, did I lose you? No. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yeah, I've got a love-hate relationship with Instagram as well. Uh, and I, I heard one of the things that they were they're thinking about or one of the things that's been rumored that they're going to turn off where people can't see other people's likes. Oh, did I lose yeah, you again? I, I, don't, I mean, I don't know. It's... So what do you mean like? So like if you like my picture, I couldn't see that you like my picture? Basically? No, if someone likes your pictures, you get to see your likes. Hello? How... Uh-oh. Are we losing each other? Hello. Yeah, so... You're thinking that they're going to be getting away with being able to see who likes your pictures on Instagram? Well, uh, I think one of the somebody said technical. They saw a hidden feature where they were going to essentially hide the likes. So if you got likes on your photo, you would be able to see the likes, but I wouldn't be able to see how many likes you. 
people got. Oh, I see what you're saying. So it's no more of this jealousy of saying, hey, uh, some of my buddy got a thousand likes on this picture and I did the, I was there at that photo walk. I I got four. That was the deal. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think I'm going to stop, I'm going to stop hashtagging stuff. So I'm going to stop playing the Instagram game. Sure. I'm just going to put pictures up and if if people enjoy them, they enjoy them. If they don't enjoy them, then I'm just going to move on. I'm definitely enjoying finding, um, Accounts like this one, like Justina's, uh, that are just, she's not doing it. I don't know her personally, so I can't say that, but it seems like she's just doing it because she likes doing it, you know? Um, right. And I've kind of gone through and edited some stuff out of mine, you know, <laughs> out of my, my Instagram page, but. Yeah. So, well, I know I you know. can follow hashtags in uh, Instagram now, which is nice. And so, uh, you know, I think believe I'm following at least the hashtag uh, pinhole. Me too. And and that's you know that's really nice that those types of photos are hitting my feed more often, so I can take a look at those. I'm probably following a few hashtags of home go or toy cameras and things like that. So sure, and it's, it's really nice to see more of those images appear in my feed, other than what Instagram thinks is the most popular image. Yeah, and I, um, I've um, I've kind of like gotten to point now to where I'm going to be doing nothing on Instagram but pinhole stuff, um, only because everything else is like just completely drowning it out. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean, and like, not that it's not good photography, and they aren't good, uh, you know, good photographers, uh, and what they're doing isn't relevant, but. Uh, you know, I'm kind of just really into the doing the pinhole thing, you know, and it's kind of, I think I'm getting less and less interested in Instagram because I'm having to work harder and harder to try and find the pinhole stuff. Uh, so I think I guess I'm thinking I'm just going to kind of go through and just, you know, stick with the pinhole side of it, you know. If only someone could create an app just for us. I know, right? <laughs> you should make one. Aren't you an app maker? Uh, I'm working on a little something for our, our photo walk group. So that's right. If that takes off, then I don't know, maybe I'll expand it to where other people can do similar things. That'd be cool. I, I'm, I, I'm yeah. calling it anti-social uh, <laughs> right. a- a- applications for people who don't want to share with everybody. Yeah. I saw this thing, uh, um, a meme a while ago. I can't, uh, what did it say? It said, uh, Hey, everybody's coming over at seven thirty. If you want to stop by and look at your phone, <laughs> <laughs> we're I all meeting that. at my place. It's yeah, seven thirty or eight, and we're all gonna be looking at our phones. So stop by if you want. You know, I feel like it's the truth. You know, you go somewhere in this. Uh, well, our, our next photo walk is our, the late night photo walk in the Dallas um, Arts District, and I'm guaranteeing you, I'm going to take pictures of people sitting at tables in this beautiful park, looking at their phones. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. That's how it was uh, when I, I said, like I said last show, I think it was when I went to Niagara Falls. Uh, everybody was like looking at the Niagara Falls, <laughs> holding up their iPhones, looking through their phones at it. You know what I mean? It's like, oh gosh, just put it down. I'm kind of glad that I, when I go and I do these things that I have my kids with me uh, because, you know, they're, they're kind of young, you know. Uh, so I'm having to kind of like keep keeping keeping tabs on them. Which is kind of causing me to like not have my phone out, you know. Right. I might take it out and take a picture of Niagara Falls, you know, and send it to my wife with the kids in the picture of it, you know. Hey, here you go, honey, you know, send it to her. But I'm not like 
just constantly like you know scrolling through stuff you know um yeah so uh, all right well did you have anybody else you had another one that you wanted to talk about didn't you well the last person on the list was eric o'connell mm-hmm. uh he's doing long exposures he's doing them with a four by five he's at eric o'connell.com mm-hmm. slash pinhole if you want to see his pinhole stuff uh, it's not a lot of examples, but I mean, it's much of the, the stuff that I do love. I mean, I, I just, I love movement. I love uh, multi-exposures. Uh, you know, he's, his second one in there, it looks like he's got a model in a chair. And not only is he, uh, he's double exposed her, but he's turned the film completely around. So, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, you know, you're creating a different, you're creating a different image altogether when you do that. You're creating, you're really taking people out of their comfort zone when they look at a, this shot and they're like, wow, that's, that's something I've never seen before. Or yeah. I haven't seen in, in a very long time when, when photography was really truly being experimented with in the early 20th century. I like, uh, I like the very first picture he had there of the guy with doing a portrait, but the guy's head is upside down and his shoulders are like, you know, at the top of the frame. I, yeah, I know. I'd love to hear how he did that one. If, he, if this is a single you know, piece of film, I'd love to know how he did that. I bet he, I bet he, I'm sure he did it in Photoshop because the lines are, the lines around the guy's neck is so clean, you know, but yeah, I don't but care. I, he could I have had a, he could have had a black, um, uh, tablecloth or something like that. I mean, he could, he could have blacked that out. Yeah, sure. I don't mind. So, I don't even care that, um, you know, that it was something that was done in Photoshop. You know what I mean? Like it looks cool. You know, I mean, it's, it does look cool. I know a lot of people are, uh, some people say, oh, you shouldn't do anything to it. It's not, you know, tradition and staying, you know, authenticity of the picture. You know, it's like, who cares? You know I mean? Like, this isn't photojournalism, you know, it's seeing what he wants you to see, you know. That's true. That's his vision. So yeah. it, these are definitely on the artsy look of things, not as much as uh, Justina's, but still. He's he's got a flair for what he's doing, which is what I really like. Yeah, sure, absolutely. He does a lot of uh, multiple exposures, apparently, because all these are not all of them, but a bunch of them say multiple exposures. And I do love the 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 band they're playing. I guess she's playing a fiddle there. She's going to town yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah. And then there's a guy with a bass. Yeah. And then that crane looks like it's coming out of the guy playing the mandolin in the background. Looks like it's projecting out of his chest <laughs> yeah he must have, he must have been seriously moving around to have that crane appear behind him all right yeah he must have been he must have been uh feeling the groove yeah maybe he walked up the last like couple seconds yeah that's possible yeah definitely I, I like it, 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 that's the beauty of, of of the pinhole there i mean you're capturing time here and and we can see so many different things that have happened in this one photograph yeah. over the time i mean it's not a 30th of a second where this is uh, at least a minute exposure. Yeah. And his portraits are really nice too. Uh, if you go and look, he's got some environmental portraits. Um, they look really good. So he does a lot of photography. He certainly does. He's yeah. definitely a professional photographer. And so it's nice to see, I mean, I'm hoping this is one of his creative outlets. Uh, I mean, his other photography work is spot on. Yeah. Uh the guy there in the uh the race car uh not very far down there. Mhm. I mean, you know, you got all all this hustle and bustle and you just got this one really calm looking driver sitting in there. That's pretty cool. Yeah. 
the very last picture of the guy in the Japanese maples is a nice environmental portrait too for outside balanced outside light. Oh, absolutely. That's a nice shot. Yeah. Hey, if I if I needed a portrait, I would definitely hire him. There you go. There you go, Eric. You can you can you can send us uh <laughs> uh any uh any cuts of money that you get from people getting wanting <laughs> portraits from the Lenses podcast. <laughs> we will accept it. We'll, uh, send you a, we'll send you a sticker once once I get them made. <laughs> speaking of cuts of money, don't you guys have something you uh, a little for donating to? Yeah, we do. We have the uh the coat the coffee coffee.com forward slash the lenses podcast. And you can go there uh and if you feel like buying us a coffee or buying us a beer. Um, yeah, you can donate a couple of bucks towards the show. We got some stuff coming, um, stickers, maybe some t-shirts. Uh, we'll see, but we're going to be using, uh, using the, the, co- the coffee that you, someone, anyone purchases for us, uh, to go towards that merchandising, uh, and, and whatnot. And actually I want to tell, say thank you to, uh, Louise Westbrook and, Heather, I'm sorry, Heather, I'm going to say your last name wrong. I know I am. <laughs> Oklos, Oklos, I said it wrong, I know, but uh, Heather donated some money to us, uh, and so did Louise. So uh, I just wanted to personally say thank you. Yeah, that's yes, that's phenomenal. I'm going to actually donate myself. Uh, I like the show, and I, you know, to to kick in a little to make it even better or, or make it bigger, it's, it's something thank I'd you. like to do. Um, what you don't realize it is that you're actually uh, – being tested right now because i'm sending i'm sending uh andrew into the stocks you know i'm, I'm kicking him to the curve now i'm just picking andrew you're not you're not you're not auditioning i'm just joking <laughs> well you know i was surprised after the first what three or four episodes and mark was gone i'm like wait a minute here yeah <laughs> where, where did mark go i liked yeah. him yeah mark uh he he was just really busy and it was kind of um just was wasn't you know he didn't he wasn't really his thing you know he had a lot of stuff going on and so he said hey but when we started the show he told me all the bad he's like hey i can't commit to any longevity you know uh, so he came back and talked to us um and uh, hopefully i can get him back again absolutely he, I'm, I'm following his work he's got some really good stuff i'm jealous i've never really wanted to go to hawaii now until i've started seeing some of his photos i'm like wow look at all these yeah. all opportunities he has uh been really i've been really impressed with his um, infrared that he's been doing, he kind of picked up that ball and just took off with it, you know, and he's, he's getting some really good shots and, uh, he seems to be really enjoying it. So I'm glad. So good job, Mark. Keep it up. We're, we're enjoying your, uh, infrared pinot photography out there in Hawaii. Is it, is it the number three eyed monster? Or... Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. As a matter of fact, let's go, uh, Let's talk about it. We're going to talk about you. Might as well, yeah. I've seen some stuff that I've liked recently. Oh, let's see here. i got to somehow I gotta get three in there correctly. There we go. Oh, wait. It comes up for a minute, and then it leaves. I forgot how to. Three-eyed with a D yeah. monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got some very low. That third shot in there, he's got uh, monkey pods. Uh, that's, I mean, to think that he's getting a, a snowy landscape photo like this in Hawaii. Well, it's so bright out there, you know. 
definitely He's is. got the heat. I still got to. Uh... Oh, there he is. Oh, where you at? Ah, come on. Come on, Instagram. You're killing me. And then a couple shots down, he's got uh, a selfie of himself driving. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's nothing dangerous about taking pinhole pictures of yourself and driving. No. Of course not. It says, him. it says ready for the commute question mark, but I think he's actually commuting in the photo. Yeah. <clears throat> I think he's, I don't think he's working yet. I don't think he's finding a job. I think he's still uh stay at home dad, but he's running around and uh, really liking Hawaii. Yeah. Yep. Oh, Mark. So, well, yeah. Michael, do you have anything else? No, that's pretty much it for me. I, it was a lot of fun talking about these different photographers, which I really hope you get on here sometime soon, uh, especially uh, Nancy's. Uh, you know, <clears throat> I'm looking forward to seeing more of her work. Yeah, me too. Uh, hopefully, she. I want to try and get her to come on and talk to us because uh, she's been in the pinhole game for a while, I think. Um, yeah, she's she's been doing it for a long time. So. And, and Cameron Young, uh, the underwater photos, we, we definitely need to hear more about that. Yeah, and the skyscraper. And the uh, skyscraper. So you've got a list. You have got a laundry Brendan, list of people yep. to get on the show. Do you guys do you guys have anywhere where you could do something uh, like what Brendan's doing with those humongous what? pictures? Uh, actually, I work in a building that is um, that actually has a marvelous view of downtown. It's one of the the buildings on the edge of downtown. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, we probably have to get some sort of special permission from the, the owners. But they've got a floor that, like, nobody's using. Mm-hmm. So, essentially, it's just empty right now. Oh, we that'd be pro- perfect. We could probably black out a window easily and, and put up a board. So, I mean, the, all that is possible. Yeah. And, cool. and of course, the owner, he's into, he's seriously into art. So, uh, he'd probably, he'd probably yeah. really like this idea. Maybe you could get him get him to sponsor you to order a fifty foot roll of <laughs> four foot wide, fifty foot long paper, so you can make a humongous contact. Yeah, absolutely. So if you just kick in a few shekels, we can get this done. Yeah, I, I think you can get a roll. I think one of those rolls is only like five hundred bucks. Only, like fifty feet. But if you have fifty feet. That's that's a lot of paper. That, that is, and I like. Yeah, I I see how they're rolling it and developing it. Still, that's a really large developer tray because it's all it has to be at least a four foot trough to be able to get that mm-hmm. paper in. But you know what you could do? All you need to do is go to uh, Lowe's or somewhere and get one of those. They have uh, um, like sheetrock mud troughs. Yeah. You know? So you could probably find a couple of those. Uh, when I was in um, school, one of the guys I was with was into li- uh, using painted, uh, painted liquid light, which is a motion you can paint on anything. Oh, yeah. And um, he did it on some paper. And what we did was we just took like a 16 by 20 tray uh, and, and his he did 20 inches wide and we both held each corner uh, and we just like push and pull it back to each other. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, yeah. Uh, and just and just letting it ride in the middle, uh, and did did all the developing that way. How big was it after he painted them? Twenty inches, uh, twenty inches wide by 
I don't know, 45 inches long or something like that. Yeah, that's pretty good size. That's on um, what, two, uh, two by four, know. right? Yeah, it's, it, they were pretty, they were big prints. I mean, it was they were pretty big. When he uh, he had we had to take an enlarger and laid on its side uh, and project it onto the wall because he couldn't get it big enough. <laughs> you know, like the bed, you know he couldn't get it far enough away, so we had to lay it sideways on a table and kind of shim it up to where it was close to being level. And we put it on you know those uh, those rolling audio visual carts. You know what yeah, I'm talking yeah. about. Uh, we had it on one of those, you know, and we, and we were kind of like moved it in and out to get it, you know, in, in to focus. where it would be focused, you know. Yeah. And then put blocks. We would just shove something under the wheel so it wouldn't move and uh, made these humongous prints. He he put he did it in all kinds of weird stuff. He put some of it on like a lampshade. Um, he was a cool guy. He tried to make a tuxedo out of uh, duct tape. Oh. <laughs> Excellent. He, he made pants and a jacket and stuff. Uh, it was pretty cool. You know, it was a, that was a fun time, but, you know. Well, Corey, my friend, it sounds like yep. you have a list of people yep. to go contact. Yep. We're going to get some people in. And um, what else can we say about Andrew? Mm. <laughs> we, we, miss, we, miss Andrew. Like, we miss Andrew. We yeah. miss Andrew dearly. <laughs> yeah. Hope he's having, I hope he's, I hope he's being um, harassed by a bunch of, I think he calls them midgies. Mm. I, ho- I hope he's uh, enjoying caravanning. <laughs> oh, midgies. Yeah, caravanning. I hate mosquitoes. <laughs> midgies. Yeah. Yep. Um, so if you let her, you want to let everybody know where they can uh, find you to sign up for a photo walk or check anything out or buy a Death by Holga book? or Yeah, I still need to fix that. Uh, actually, somebody, somebody said, hey, how can I get a hold of this book? I said, well, how about you let me fix the site first. Yeah. Um, but definitely uh, photo walks, if you just find us at uh, Dallas Photo Walk on uh, Instagram and, and Twitter and Facebook. Uh, me, of course, you can find at Mr. Holga on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. It's not really hard to find my stuff. Uh, I'm pretty easy. Yeah, cool. And you can uh, find me on Instagram um, at Pinhole Cannon. Uh, and you can find Andrew uh, on Instagram at Warboys Snappers Pinhole. Um, and he has the same address for Twitter uh, and same address for our Facebook page, which is uh, the Lindsay's Podcast Facebook group. Um, and I think that's All right. it. I'm not going to say anything about Flickr. I'm not, no, I'm not don't, do it. don't do it. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So have a great week, Michael. Thanks for coming and hanging out. And we'll talk to everybody. All right. It was soon. a lot of fun. Thank you. Yeah, All right. Bye. Sure, that sounds fun. And then, of course, we can talk Definitely. about Andrew because he's not here. Well, we can say all kinds of bad stuff about exactly. Andrew. Exactly. He probably doesn't have time to listen to the episode, so. <laughs>